Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is a View from the Bullens podcast. Listen to all the news, views and inside track from Goodison Park. This is a View from the Bullens podcast, sponsored by the Beer Keller, Liverpool One. Hello and welcome back to another episode here at A View from the Bullens with myself, Ben Stanley, joined by Paul Draper and the Bobble for this one. We've let the dust settle. Um, we do apologise for the language before used on the instant reaction. You know, we'd like to try and come across in a way that represents the fan base and how people are feeling. We were very angry and upset and we've gone away and we've tried to dissect the facts and figures of what the hell has gone on and why Everton have received a 10-point deduction today. Bobble, I know you've been doing a lot of research, you've been speaking to a lot of people. If you can explain to the listeners just what has gone on today to lead to Everton being deducted 10 points. Yeah, so... Yeah, I agree with you. First of all, apologies for the language that was used on the last podcast. That's that's not us, the language. So uh, apologies, guys, for that. Uh, obviously, you can imagine emotions are a little bit high. We've gone away and been on other publications, i.e. Sky Sports and so on. So we've had to kind of dust ourselves down and go again. Um, look, it, what's happened is Everton have got the hearing or the verdict back. And obviously, it's a 10-point deduction. Um, the hearing has confirmed that no sporting advantage has been gained by Everton for this breach. So, so you, you've got to look at that for starters. So there's been no sporting advantage gained, but they've deducted as 10 points, which is obviously a sporting disadvantage. So that's a part that the football club don't understand and they're tr- continuing to seek clarity on that. The hearing of the commission, they have also acknowledged that Everton didn't deliberately breach any rules. Now, obviously, Everton have been working with the Premier League for two calendar years. Before the two calendar, in 2019, Everton approached the Premier League to say, look, we are sailing quite close to the wind here and we need to be really, really careful. We don't want to breach any rules. We don't want to be handed any sanctions. So we'd like to work with you in order for us to prevent breaking rules. And the Premier League were very, very open. And I'm not going to lie, the Premier League were pretty understanding of this and they were pretty good and they've worked with Everton, again, for two calendar years. And it's been a pretty much hand-in-hand relationship. Okay, the Premier League have kind of... They haven't put Everton under under um, salary caps, but, they, but they've advised Everton and they've made us obviously have to cut our cloth accordingly. 
So when obviously we got put towards the hearing to say that we were going to be done or sanctioned, whatever you want to call it, Everton were, were surprised because obviously we'd been working with the Premier League and we didn't think there'd be any issues. So Everton are basically being penalised for building a stadium, Bramley Moor, and building it by themselves. Now, if Everton would have gone to... This is the way it's been explained to me by some very high people in the Premier League and at football clubs. If Everton had gone to the banks and took a loan to build Bramley Moor, you'd have been hit with huge interest rates. But because it wouldn't have been Everton's money, Everton wouldn't have been sanctioned. But because we tried to build the ground with our own money, which in reality we haven't always had because of mitigating circumstances like the Russian and Ukraine atrocities, we're now being sanctioned because of that. But that's not a sporting sanction. And, and the commission have come back and said it's not a sporting sanction. So why have they hit us with a sporting sanction? I, I don't know. And nobody knows, and Everton don't know the answer to that. Hence why, obviously, they've came out and robustly said they're going to appeal it and, and fight all the way with this one. And I don't blame them. It's like what I previously said. Everton shouldn't sail so close to the wind. You know, don't give people, like, like the Commission, the Premier League, don't give them a chance to hit you where it hurts because they do hit certain clubs harder than others. They, I, I think that's fair to say because I'm, I'm not sure any of us could sit here right now and say if this was Chelsea or Man City who are both in reality, should both be in big trouble, Should would those have been given 10 points? I'm, I'm not sure. Obviously, with the Premier League trying to show that they can govern their league from the politicians and the government, they're obviously using Everton as a bit of a pawn, as a bit of an example. But Everton shouldn't have given these guys, or, or this group, the Premier League, whatever you want to call it, they shouldn't have given them a chance. They shouldn't have given them a decision to make. And I think that's really, really disappointing when all said and done that our football club has chose to run the club in this way. Again, there are some mitigating circumstances such as COVID, such as the Gilfie Sigurdsson issue, such as the Russia and Ukraine war and so forth. But nevertheless, you've still got to be better. You know, of course there's reasons, of course, again, the circumstances, but in front of a court, which is basically, that's what it was, a court hearing, they will be deemed as excuses, won't they, I suppose, in, in reality. So we've got to be better. There's no doubt about that. And Everton Football Club have got to learn that we can never be in this position again. And obviously with the passing of Bill Kemright, Fahad Mashiri on the brink of selling the club to Triple Seven, you would imagine, and obviously with, with, with the old board having left, the likes of Denise Barrett-Baxendale and so on, you would imagine that these new people that are going to come in wouldn't put us in this position. But nevertheless, it's highly frustrating that we've been put in this position by our football club. Everton are not denying that they haven't breached anything. They're not denying that they haven't worked with the Premier League for two calendar years. Everton are holding their hands up to say, okay, we may have made some mistakes, but does the punishment fit the crime? No, it doesn't. And, I, and, I, and I'm not defending the club, but I wholeheartedly agree it doesn't. Because we are trying to build the ground with our own money, we've been hit. We've been hit with a 10-point deduction, which is not fair. So... Everton believe that we are compliant by around £17.9 million. That's what we believe we're compliant with. That's what we said in the hearing we were. Obviously, some of that, again, is a mitigating circumstances like the Guilfi Sigurdsson issue. Some of it is also judged on interpretation. It's a very grey area, the profit and sustainability rules and FFP and whatever you want to call it nowadays because it changes every week internally with the Premier League. They change the rules and the name every week to clubs. Everton have said that it's a very grey area and the Premier League have openly said to clubs it is a grey area. There's rules to be bent a little bit there. But Everton believe there was £17.9 million 
compliant. There's no clear guidelines, guys. There is no clear guidelines with this. Again, there's mitigating circumstances. So Everton are effectively being penalised for building a stadium out of their own money rather than taking a loan. And the Premier League has said that in the hearing. If you took a loan out, you wouldn't be here. Well, that's, again, it's not a sporting sanction, is it? It's not. And I'm not saying it because I'm an Everton, you know, we're all Everton fans. If you, if this was a a Brentford right now, again, nothing to, you know, we have no issue with Brentford. This is just a hypothetical situation. I'd be sitting here and saying the same to you guys. I feel like, oh, that's harsh. That's very, very, that's very harsh. So, it, it's it's a tough one. I mean, the Premier League have said that we're over by 19.7. Everton saying that we're in by 17.9. That's quite a big difference. What, it's, you know, it's near enough a £40 million swing. So, if we are over by 19.7, which is what the Commission's come back and told us, does that still warrant a 10-point deduction given it's not a sporting fine, it's to do with the stadium? I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think that is fair. I really don't. And I think Everton will, obviously Everton will go away. Everton were adamant that they didn't think any point deduction was fair. Now, of course, they're always going to come out and fight the corner and, and play the game in, 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 such a, in such a way. But I don't think a point deduction is fair. I don't think it is. And I think a lot of this is because the Premier League, Richard Masters, Ross Christie, the governance director, and Emma Wilkinson, the communications director for the Premier League, those three are having to, in reality, save their backsides and prove to the government, prove to the politicians that they can govern their own league. And we are the first victims of that. Whether there'll be more victims or not, I don't know. We, we don't know. But I think we've been used as a pawn and we've been used as an example. And, and, and I think you only have to look at what other clubs are saying, what highly respected media uh, people are saying, ex-professionals. They're all pretty much saying the same, that Everton have been used as a pawn in this game. So it's, it's, it's a really, really difficult one, Ben. And I think that... The, the, the tough one for me is that Everton told the Premier League in 2019 that we were sailing close to the wind and we were getting into a tough spot. But we hadn't breached anything at that point. And the Premier League were open and transparent and worked with Everton. They've been working with Everton ever since. So if Everton are in trouble for breaching the rules, then Richard Masters, Ross Christie, Emma Wilkinson of the Premier League, why aren't those three then being put in, put in the dock, so to speak, and put into trouble? Because that means they've then sailed with... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Others. So it's a really, really tough one. This is going to be ongoing. There's no doubt about that. But as it stands right now, Everton have been deducted 10 points. Everton now lie on four points, joint bottom of the Premier League. Everton are going to appeal, rightly so. And normally, normally, obviously, this is, we're going into unknown territory yet again. 
But normally, when football clubs do appeal sporting sanctions, unless it's administration, you do normally get some kind of win back, full back. You do. Now, Everton may, this is all hypothetical, we may get half the points back. You may get three points back. You may get nine back. I don't know. No one knows at the moment because, again, we're going into known as a football club, as a fan base. And ultimately, as an institution, we're going into the unknown because this is this is the biggest sporting sanction the Premier League has ever issued. Obviously, Everton have fought back and said, obviously, if we'd gone into administration, you'd only get nine points. So I do think this is a little bit of a game of cat and mouse from the Premier League. The Premier League have put a lot of pressure on the hearing and the commission, as we all knew, prior to the hearing. They were demanding a 12-point deduction because they're trying to save their own skin, because they're trying to prove to the government, the politicians, that they can govern their own league. So they're trying to show that yeah, they don't need any intervention. So this is very political now, more so than sporting. Everton have been hit. Everton have got to take it on the chin i.e. the players and the management have got to take it on the chin and focus on on the field antics and get Everton out of the relegation zone as quick as possible. I think the quicker they do that, the quicker it will calm things down. However, the club have got to go to town on the Premier League and go all the way with this. And Colin Chong is astute. Let's have it right. He is astute. Maybe not the perfect fit, but he is astute. <clears throat> and you'd back him to, to fight Everton's corner very professionally, very so Everton are going to go all the way with this and this is going to rumble on. Of course, this has to be finished, i.e. the appeal will have to be finished and, and heard with a verdict by the time the season ends. So it will rumble on, but it won't rumble on for years. Obviously, Everton point towards Chelsea, we point towards Manchester City, but we've got to look after ourselves right now, haven't we, and fight our own corner and fight our own battle. Everton have got a big battle on their hands, there's no doubt about it, on and off the pitch. Everton can still stay up, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it, no doubt. There's no doubt about it, this Everton team with this management and the, the players and, like we said, the honesty within the bunch of players that we've got, they can easily still stay in this Premier League. No question. No question. I'm, I'm not I'm not worried about that just yet. I'm not. I'm more concerned and annoyed about the 10 points because I think it's just, it's very, very harsh. Very harsh. So that's all the facts that have came out from the Premier League, from Everton, um, from people in and around the league and, and so on. So that's where it's at, Ben. So in terms of, to, to wrap up, from the facts, the commission have said it's not a sporting advantage. No sporting advantage has been gained. We didn't deliberately breach. Everton are adamant they were compliant by 17.9 million. The Premier League has said we were 19.7 million over. And in return, we've been hit with a 10-point deduction, the biggest and largest ever sporting sanction by the Premier League. It's absolutely gobsmacked the footballing world. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. But again... Richard Masters, Ross Christie and Emma Wilkinson, the three who work for the Premier League. Those three are the architects behind this. There's no doubt about it. And that's not me pointing fingers. That's not me being getting personal. They are the facts. Those three have been working with the, for the Premier League because they work for the Premier League. Those three have been pushing this and pushing this and pushing this. And Everton have been hit with 10 points, Ben. So Everton have got a big, big battle on their hands. They're going to have to fight it. They're going to have to go all the way with it. And you know what? They will go all the way with it. They will, absolutely. Paul, there's the facts and figures. As a change of views from early, obviously there was a lot of, you know, the instant reaction was very angry, very upsetting. It all seems a bit far-fetched and a bit silly, all this now, doesn't it? Yeah, views haven't changed from from a few hours ago when it broke, obviously still extremely shocked, disappointed, disgraced by the Premier League. But what it is doing, it's it's sort of waking me up so what I want the most now is for it to be next Sunday 
and getting that ground with the other 30 odd thousand Evertonians who I know are going to go to war for for the badge because really it's just the institution now it's not going to war for the players or as it has been in the past few seasons to maybe keep them up or going to war against the boards as it was again last season with all the issues every single person connected to Everton Football Club at this moment in time is united and is going to just drive and be together to 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 get the objective, which is obviously right now it's staying up. Unfortunately, if if we hadn't got that that points deduction, you could then say, well, we we looked on on the course to have a relatively quiet season in terms of no no real issues, no real troubles. Just see how we can do because we were playing well, picking up results. So yeah, my, my current thoughts right now are. Get me in that ground on Sunday because, oh my God, if I am a Man United player or fan, <laughs> I am absolutely devastated that this has come about now. Because the last place you want to go after they've been like a point deduction or the, or whatever someone has created the siege mentality is Goodison Park on a night game. That's the last place they probably wanted to go. But yeah, going back to, to the actual decision and the actual incident Everton are no are no saints here Everton have messed up massively we've been saying it for a number of months and years that the mismanagement the the financial instability was going to end up was going to end up biting us back in the backside and it has none of us expected this I think nobody really did probably the most negative person may have expected Three, four points deducted max or maybe suspended. Don't think nobody really thought, yeah, we'll get 10 points deducted. The biggest sporting sanction in Premier League history. Just let that settle in. The biggest sporting sanction in Premier League history. When a club went into administration and it got nine points deducted. It's just, it's an absolute farce. I know we've touched on City, obviously. I, I'm I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be na- naive enough to say, why isn't City sorted yet? They've got 115 charges. I know I know. Days will rumble on for a few years. It's been rumbling on for a few years anyway. Yeah, and, and it'll go on for a bit longer until they then get to their head and they're still only being investigated. So until they get to their head and it's, it's a number and number of months, if not years. But Chelsea, I just don't, I don't know if being investigated, just correct me if they are, or, or if they will be investigated soon because of the, the amount they've spent under Todd Bowley, I know all the Abramovich regime has been discussed and it's come out this week. But let's not forget what they've been doing the last the last 18 months. They've spent, I think it is, a billion pounds. I don't really think they've sold. They've sold a few players, but they haven't sold, let's say, 500 million worth of players. I don't think, obviously, if, if I'm wrong, then I'll stand corrected. But it it's, it's just... It is standard Premier League. Yeah. Just go for those clubs that can't really defend themselves. Ah, little old Everton. They used to be good back in the day. They're, they're basically irrelevant to us now. Let's let's go and make a show of them and prove to this government and the and the governing bodies that we can that we can dictate our our own league, our own business, how how we need. We don't need nobody sort of getting in, no independent regulator, no white paper. We don't need nothing to help us. We've got it all under control, but they are, they are a disgrace. And I think Everton, Everton's legal team should wipe the floor with the Premier League. 
they've had, as we've said numerous times, they've managed Everton's accounts for the last two calendar years. Have Everton should really wipe the floor with the Premier League because it's an absolute disgrace. It's an absolute mess of an organisation, not only for this, for everything that involves the Premier League, apart from the players that play in it, which is nothing to do with them. It is an absolute mess of an organisation. And the sooner there is changes in that Premier League, really, same as in the Everton sort of hierarchy, all the all the people that have been involved in in turning Everton into the sort of laughing stock of the country, they all need to go. But in the Premier League, there needs to be big changes too for this league to go forward. I think the Premier League have set a very, very dangerous precedent now mm. with this with this ruling and obviously deducting Everton ten points. As we touched on the earlier instant, instant reaction to this, Everton are not guilty. They are guilty. You know, they are overspent and they are twenty, just shy of twenty million pounds over budget. So the Premier League now, say. So the Premier League say, and the ruling has found the Premier League to be right. So Everton are therefore guilty, and it's the balance of probability in a civil court which has found that Everton have overspent. On the balance of probability, they are guilty. Yeah. So where does this leave Everton? Everton needs to appeal this. He needs to appeal it quick, fast, and get it sorted. Look, the likes of Sean Dyche, he is the man, we're going to go back to him now, you know, personally. He is the man that I want in charge to see us through this absolute turmoil part of the footballing club's history. We've had two years of back-to-back relegation. We've had mismanagement of the board, mismanagement from the very top down. And when you finally start to take a breath and go, we can relax now. We're eight points clear of the relegation zone. We get hit for a 10-point penalty. And I was lucky enough to go on Sky um, with the bobble and, and talk about you know my feelings and my views. And I share the sentiments in regards to Everton have been an absolute disgrace off the field. You know, finances have been all over the place. You know, we have mismanaged money. We have misspent. You know, the COVID issues came in. Um, the, the war in Ukraine and Russia, we lost uh, loads of sponsorships from the likes of USM, Megaphone. Um, the stadium money got took out of our hands and obviously Mishiri had to fund that stadium himself, what Bob was touched on before. If we had a loan at a low interest rate, we'd be completely clear. So what is difficult to accept is there's an off-the-field issue and we are now being punished on the field. Now, it was given in the commission that it hasn't benefited Everton on the field. So, so how can you go out and punish the on-the-field manager, players, and most importantly, the fans? How can you go and punish them by, by giving them a 10-point t- deduction? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. I under, you know, I understand that the, the transfer embargo or something like that or a big fine, something like an embargo would, would personally you know, suffer financial distress to the likes of you know, Everton as, as a business, you wouldn't be able to operate, bringing in and out and making money that way. So put, put in an embargo, do some sort of issues that way. But the fact that Manchester City have got 115 breaches, Chelsea, there's now start to be murmurs about them. And behind the scenes, there's other clubs that are now going to be start to thinking, oh my God, the Premier League is serious here. I know Leicester's finances were a mess. Nottingham Forest finances are going to be close to being a mess. So now that they've set this precedent now is we will hammer teams, whichever one it is, and we're going to see soon how fair the Premier League are. Is is this just a fishing expedition to, to show the relevant authorities, to show the governments, to show 
the, the regulators that the, the Premier League can regulate themselves, they can govern themselves, because if this level of punishment doesn't go across the board, there's going to be absolute murder, you know, from a lot of clubs, probably a lot, especially Everton, Everton fans. And ultimately, we've been pushed into a corner and Colin Chong's done um, a great appeal. You know, he spoke out on a video and he said, oh, you know, they're going to be fighting tooth and nail for this. And good on them. You know, they have been transparent in this. They, they knew it was coming. They knew that they were in breach. They didn't expect the point. They didn't beat it to be hit this, this heavily. I, I feel like they will appeal and I feel like that they will potentially dot well it won't be as severe as 10 points but that, that's not the the case here this is Everton's first time offence this is the first time uh, any club has breached this profit and loss sustainability so ultimately you know it should be in my eyes maybe points but suspend them for the amount of time you don't do it again you know like all things you get a chance you've made a mistake you've accepted it you've gone guilty and we ultimately deal with it there and then the fact that it's you know the other issues, you know, the Sigurdsson issue, we couldn't sell him for, you know, we can't really go into legal issues, but we couldn't sell him due to what was going on off the field. We were still paying him 120 grand a week wages because he was just suspended by the football club. We just chose not to play him due to what was going on in the background. Then we couldn't sell him because his contract ran down. So that cost the club, you know, 15, 20 million quid. And that 20 million pounds could have been the difference of not being in breach of the profit and loss sustainability. It, it's small margins and... Mm. You know, we've had time to reflect, we've had time to think. The bobble's gone away, he spoke to us off air, and he's obviously got all the facts and figures in front of him. And when you hear it actually written down in layman's terms, it's a bit of kick in the lower region, to be honest, because you look at the stadium that Mashiri's, you know, currently financing, could have took an extortionate loan out, which was being offered by numerous investors that was being offered around, but that could have been on like four, five, six percent interest. So the club would then be hemorrhaging money in the future, probably find ourselves where we are right now with other, you know, rights and media and other money that we owe out would be high interest rates, would be hemorrhaging money literally yearly because uh, we owe out millions and millions and millions. So if we would have done it that way, but then they say, you know, you can't then spend your money because you can't improve your business. They need to, the Premier League need to go away now and, and come to some sort of mediation to how this can improve. It's it really is crippling the teams that aren't in the big six. Um, the big six are the profit and loss. Look at Manchester United. The debt is going above a billion pounds. It's continually growing. The Glazers are running that club into the ground, but they can continue to spend because of the revenue they bring into the football club. How is that fair? Like, how is that fair that a club the size of that, who is commercially bigger than Everton, is got a bit more of a global market? How is that a level playing field? You know, it's not. You know, it should be literally level playing field. You are what you are, but you just manage your debt. I'd rather a club be managed on the debt than having to obviously go in the profit and loss sustainability because it stops the likes of Everton. It keeps the big four, big six, whatever you want to call them, keeps them happy and, you know, all cosy up there. The likes of Chelsea and City... They're gonna. Well, it's gonna be very interesting to watch that them here and the, the Man City one's gonna go on for years and years and years. And if, if I'm gonna go off of what happened today, and I said it earlier angrily, I expect them to be at least relegated from the Premier League. They should no longer be a Premier League club. Will that happen? You know, there'll be 115 lawyers turn off for Man City, just like they did with UEFA. Wipe the floor with them, and they'll probably get off of a, probably a fine or a small points deduction. Uh, and to be fair, that's probably. That's probably one of one of Everton's faults. Man City have got the best legal team. If if it was Man City, Man City's legal team working for Everton, 
Uh, so like the lawyers that they normally employ, the ones that they employ for UEFA or the ones that they've started now for for the Premier League's investigation, they they we'd have got away with it. I think Everton's legal team has probably let them not let themselves down, but it, it's not the it's not as good as as Man City and unfortunately for us that's one of the price we've got to pay for by not being that well run or sort of that big commercially not have that much revenue you can't really pay the best the best lot the best lawyer in the in obviously in the footballing world so it's one of them i think it'll be interesting to see cities hearing but with with the army of lawyers and legal team that they've got i personally don't expect not not in major to happen to city Mm. I think the most disappointing thing in all this is is the fact the Premier League have been working with Everton for two calendar years. And I think that is the most disappointing thing in all this. So the Premier League are basically washing their hands of all the work that they've done with Everton and all the work that Everton have done with the Premier League and have basically just pushed them out into the sea on their own. And I think that's the most disappointing thing here. The three or four mentioned names that I mentioned, obviously they're big players in that, in that movement there. Um, and I think that's the tough pill to swallow for Everton because I'll be Everton have, have pretty much done what the Premier League have asked and and, and what, what's this going to do now if, if you're a team now or a football club that, are sa- that is sailing close to the wind why are you going to go approach the Premier League and ask them to speak to them why because Everton did that and look where it ended us up Everton may as well have just gone into administration and saved themselves a point <laughs> like it's going to now put other clubs on edge and think, well, what's the point in approaching the Premier League? That's what the Premier League wanted clubs to do. They wanted clubs to approach them and speak to them and work with them to enable clubs not to breach, again, the flaky rules that they've got, which they are quite flaky. It's a grey area. They're guidelines. They're not rules. So uh, I think that's the most disappointing part that Everton did what was asked. And again, I'm not defending the football club because the football club have to be better. They do. They have to be better. This club should not be sailing this close to, to trouble. It's not acceptable. Yes, there are some mitigating circumstances. Gilfie Sigurdsson, USM, obviously the Russia and Ukraine atrocities, COVID, a brand new ground being built, and so on. There's a few more. But it doesn't matter. Get in order, you know, get your files in order. I, I just find it really, really disappointing that the Premier League have been allowed and and, and are able to work with you for two years, practically make you work under salary caps in reality. Everton have been working very, very diligently with the Premier League in terms of caps, how much they spend each week, wages, player sales. Barely spent any, we didn't spend any money really in the summer, just a couple of million pounds. Premier League got all, they're happy with all that. They were happy with the year before and then bang, you know, they basically just push you out on your own and there you go and they run away and they then want you to get 12 points and they put all the pressure on the hearing. They go against you as a football club, they go against everything you've been working together on to, in reality, save their own skin, to prove to the government that they don't need independent regulators coming in and running the league for them and that they can regulate it themselves. So again, it's very political. It's very, very political. Um I think the hearing and the commission, I, I, I know they were pressured. They felt a lot of pressure to, to act upon and, and give a stern punishment. Everton felt that a fine, suspended sentence at best would suffice, yeah. would suffice. Yeah, that's what they thought and that's what they believed. And again, 
the crimes, the, the punishment's got to fit the crime, and it doesn't, does it? No, this it is doesn't. the thing. It doesn't. I'm, again, I, I'm reiterating myself. But I'm not saying it because I'm an Everton fan. I'm not. I think that if someone else yeah, got that I'm, as well. Yeah, I'm not saying it because I'm an Everton fan. If this was, if this was another Premier League club, I'd go. Well, goodness me, if Everton sell close, I wouldn't want ten points for that. That's very, very harsh. So it's it's a tough, it's a bitter pill to, to swallow tonight this evening. It really, really is. It's a tough one. Um, what can we do now? Um, I mean. The players and the staff have got to dust themselves down. Obviously, it's international duty. I think I said to you, Ben, two weeks ago, you watch the hearing will come out international you week. You said, yeah, you did, yeah. Because that's just what they do. It's just what they do. It's how they work. They're very, very conniving. They're sneaky. They're very, very sneaky. Uh, they're calculated. Very, very calculated. So what can Everton do now? Again, the, the players and the staff have got to dust themselves down and look at what's in front of them and play what's in front of them. That is, let's win some football games. Let's continue this upward trajectory. Don't let this, you know, rock us on the pitch. That's not what we need right now. We need togetherness and unity. And I think they've got the, the quality. I think they've got the ability. I think they've got, most important, I think they've got the character to do this. I think, they've got, the per- I think they've got the perfect man for that to not, for that to not happen, to not mm. get carried away. Sean, Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche yeah. will probably take mm-hmm. this in. He, he, he'll kind of not like it because obviously he, he would probably he would prefer to have the 10 points but he would like to create this narrative around the team to say lads it is us against every single other club in this in this country us against the whole world we're going to go out there and we're just going to fight and he used to do it with Burnley he used to get in, into that sort of kind of siege mentality that you you mentioned a few times Ben and they, they've got They've got the best weapon that they can have, a united fan base with them. That's that's the best thing this this team could have right now, a whole club united fighting with them mm-hmm. against everyone else. I think that's what they need to do. I think I think they need to create. We always talk about you know siege mentality. I think I think Deutsch and the, and the players have got to shut the doors from the noise. They did that down at West Ham before. Obviously, we won one 0 there. They they were very clever and they shut the doors and they focused on what they can affect. And that's what they've got to do. They've got to hone in on what they can affect, the difference they can have. And let's mark my words. You know, let's not get carried away here because we're not Manchester City. But Sean Deutsch, the players, they are good enough to keep Everton in this Premier League. We're joint bottom as it stands with four points. If results go your way and you win one game, you're out the relegation zone again. They are capable. There's like, there's no doubt about it. You're only 12 games in. This club can easily still stay up. Like, they genuinely can. Of course, it's disappointing. Ten points again. We we don't need to go over it. it it's 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 hefty. It's a, it's a, it's probably not justifiable. But until the appeal gets going, which it's begun, started today, until that kind of really gets into motion, we have to focus on what we can now achieve as a club and obviously what the difference the players, the management and the fans can make. And that is making Goodison a fortress, us against the world. That's what they've got to do. Make it a bear pit, make it really, really difficult. Continue our solid away form and keep picking up the odd points here and there. And again, there's an honesty about this set of staff and players. There is, whether you like them or not, there is an honesty about them. And there's enough character within the football club to keep this team in the Premier League. And I don't think internally... Sean Dyche will be phased by this. I spoke to somebody today who's very close to Sean Dyche, who's employed by Everton, and they're not phased. They're not. And I know that publicly they're not going to come out and say they are phased, but internally they're not phased by this. They're really not. They're going to puff their chest out and take this on, which is what they should do, and just take it on, take what's in front of you. Leave the politics of football to the board, the staff, the non-footballing staff, 
the footballing staff need to make an effect on the pitch, which they're capable of, and they've proven that over the last number of weeks. Easily capable. They were eight points clear of relegation before this, you know, this morning, so they're easily capable of dealing with this. They are. It's just very, very disappointing, isn't it, when you look at ten points, like ten points. Again, it. We don't need to grow. Over, it's not justifiable. It's really, really not. Administration's nine. We've had one sporting, one singular individual sanction, which, with the mitigating circumstances, is a grey area. It's a very, very grey area. And it's basically for building a stadium not too far from here. And we've been hit with 10. It's very harsh. You know, our first ever sanction, why haven't we been hit with a six points suspended, three points suspended, a f- heavy fine? You tell me, like we've previously said, you know, you had the so-called Sky Six who were willing to kill this league and leave and look at the fines they got, no points. It was pathetic. It was absolutely pathetic because they're good for the Premier League's brand. They're good for the image. And that's not me sitting here saying we're plucky old little Everton. It's not. It's just the facts now. It's just the facts. They're good for the Premier League's image, whereas with Everton, we're not the media darlings, are we? We're not. You know, we spoke on Sky Sports today and we said that we're not the media darlings. We know we're not. We're Everton Football Club. We're not a Man City or Man United or a Liverpool or a Chelsea or an Arsenal, even a Spurs. And we have to acknowledge that yeah. to, a, to a point where that's just how the Premier League see things. And okay, that's how they see things. We don't agree, but that's how they see things. But 10 points is, is, is just, it's a hideous decision. It's, it's absolutely hideous. Um, but again, all we can do right now as a fan base is again, is unite. And we keep being hit, don't we? Every time we think we've got over one hurdle as a fan base, we get hit again. And again and again and and it's it's difficult. It's wave after wave. You get over one wave, you think you've got you know plain sailing, and you get hit with another. And and but this is a wave that Everton can beat quite comfortably. I really do. I believe on the pitch they can they can beat this comfortably. And I believe off it. I think if you target it the right way, I think you can at least get some of your some of our, our points back. I believe you can. Everton were adamant and 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 robustly defending the position in terms of we should not be getting a point deducted for the sanction not even one point and I'd argue they're probably right like I previously said they have done wrong they are guilty but I'd say they're right you know I think we call it how it is and I think with all due respect when we have the facts and the facts are in front of, of us and we, we talk about it I think we're all quite fair everyone who comes on this podcast I think everyone's quite fair in their assessments maybe maybe always different opinions but we're quite fair in, in our own opinions and I think Everton this point of we shouldn't even have a point deduction. I think it's quite fair. I do. Given all the other previous sanctions previously, I think it's quite fair. So very disappointing 10 points. Very, very disappointing. Everton are appealing it. That's now ongoing. It's begun today. And that's it. We've just now got to make a difference on the pitch, Ben, and make sure Everton get out of the relegation zone as quick as possible because I honestly believe with Sean Deitch and the players, they've easily got enough to stay out of relegation and stay out of trouble. Yeah, definitely. And there we have it, ladies and gents. Hopefully you agree to all the points we've put across and you're thankful to the bobble to getting all the facts and figures and obviously Paul for his expertly views on the situation. <sighs> Another day of being an Everton fan, isn't it? As always, thanks to Mike Keogh, sponsorship um, in regards to C&D London, Darrell at the Beer Keller and Wayne Craig at CC Logistics, Express Logistics. And of course, you ladies and gents, the Patreon members. And a massive, massive, massive thank you to all those who signed up and upgraded to the Bullens Gold Tier Membership. Honestly, it was something we thought of and we absolutely are delighted that you've, you've backed the idea. So thank you so much for that. Have a great week and up the toffees.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.